Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. This has been a terrific series and we're not finished yet. We have a few more tips to share on HRV and your well-being. Uh, for those of you that are just joining or maybe you have missed some of the uh, the episodes that we've had so far, I would encourage you to go back and listen. We laid a great foundation into what HRV is, which is heart rate variability, um, and how it affects us and how we can really use it to our advantage, just like checking your blood pressure or you know paying attention to your cholesterol numbers and all those types of things. This kind of rates right in that category, but it is, is life-giving in terms of what can be done, not only in your health, in your state of health, and your longevity, and your heart health, but so, so much more because we're talking about your overall well-being. So we're walking through this list of tips and ideas on how you can raise your HRV, and this next one is near and dear to my heart. This one I've had to practice myself multiple times in my life, and um, it's something that is very probably very difficult for a lot of people to practice but yet it is so life-giving. It is such an incredible practice. And so what I want to do uh, for this today is, is first just mention a little bit of background on this particular topic, but then I want to just kind of remind you of some of the information that I put in my book about this topic, uh, just to uh, jog your memory in terms of the importance of it. So there's something magical that happens to our cardiovascular system when we let go of previous hurts. Through the healing process of forgiveness... We can reprogram the impact of the autonomic nervous system on our cardiovascular system. And by so doing, we boost our HRV tremendously. So one of the things that I wanted to make clear when I wrote the book is that, you know, there is a lot of things that we can do internally that, you know, some of them are subconscious. We don't even realize we're doing them to ourselves. But once we kind of, again, pull ourselves out of our own skin and, and take a look from the outside in and realize what we're doing to ourselves it becomes crystal clear that we need to deal with it at some level or another. And when it comes to forgiveness, um, it's not giving that person or that situation or that event permission to hurt you, to damage you, and it's not letting them off the hook, so to speak. That has nothing to do with it. Uh, it is what it is, and you'll probably always remember it. But what it is doing is it's setting you free because there's a few questions you need to ask yourself to stay objective about forgiveness. Because by choosing not to forgive, you know, ask yourself, are you suffering mentally, emotionally, physically? It, by choosing not to forgive, are you resolving the issue and making life better? Or is it becoming more bitter for you? And then ask yourself, is it possible that you're damaging your relationships around you due to the anxiety that you might feel because you're in that unforgiveness? And could you be missing out on opportunities in life or career due to your state of mind or health condition that, that may be brought on by that unforgiveness? And then finally, could you be creating neural networks that are eschewing your perceptions on marriage, family, jobs, politics, religion, social interaction, investments, education, confidence, and other areas? And do you feel the offender could be lying awake at night, unable to sleep and tormented because you don't forgive them? Well, the answer to that one is probably not likely. Well, there are six emotional effects of bitterness or unforgiveness that happen to us when we choose to hang on to things. 
We have prolonged mental and emotional pain. We have issues with anxiety and our depression. Again, a lot of this is related to HRV. We will run into many vindictive behaviors within us that lash out at the most unexpected times and in the most uh, regretful ways. We'll find we have a distrust towards others. We'll be cynical and pessimistic and you know, we'll feel just like we can never be happy. And those are all terrible, terrible choices to live your destiny into. So again, it's the little things you do every day that make the biggest difference in forgiveness and choosing to forgive and walking through the four steps to forgiveness that I have in this book could change your life forever. It will definitely release you from unhealthy issues and, and increase your HRV. But some of the physical effects that you can expect if you decide to stay in unforgiveness are things like insomnia, hypertension, back pain, headaches, abdominal conditions, an unhealthy immune system. In 2010, Dr. Mary, Dr. Michael Berry wrote in his book, The Forgiveness Project, that 61% of cancer patients have, have forgiveness issues. And those, and of those, more than half are severe. He also stated that harboring negative emotions and anger and hatred creates a straight state of chronic anxiety. So Dr. Stephen Stanford of Chief of Surgery Cancer Treatment Centers of America said, refusing to forgive makes people sick and keeps them that way. Well, that was right out of Chapter 6 in my book, Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine. And if you'd like to hear the rest of that and read the four-step journey to forgiveness, and it is a journey, I would encourage you to get the book and to spend some time mulling it over and doing the assignments that are in it. It's a very interactive book. But remember that forgiveness is a journey. It's not an event. It's not like you wake up one day and say, you know what, I think I'll forgive today. It doesn't work that way. That's not reality. Our feelings are too deep, and sometimes the damage is deep as well. So, you know, I... I address this subject in the most sympathetic way that I possibly can, but I also need to be very bold with you in telling you that when you stay in unforgiveness, it not only damages your HRV numbers and can make your life absolutely miserable, but it can end your life sooner than you want it to be. It's that serious. So again, you're not releasing the person that has damaged you. You're not excusing them by any means, but for your own sake, learn how to walk through that journey. So I have time for just one more very quickly, and then we're going to go ahead and cap off today, and it's calming music. You know, calming music has been shown to quiet the fight-or-flight response and increase HRV, and the key to the music benefit is that the fight-or-flight response or sympathetic nervous system must be quieted. So it can't be something that's like, you know, large, pounding, heavy metal or rap music. That's not going to have the right effect. But calming music, and I love to listen to classical music, um, I love to listen to, you know, uh, uh, piano music. There's even some heart code uh, music out there that, that are, that, that's developed specifically for HRV and, and many other sources of music that could help you to, to stay calm and to, you know, increase the numbers of HRV. But uh, I have a lot of clients that tell me I love music, I love listening to music. Just be very choosy in the music that you're listening to and use it to your advantage. Use it at the right times, obviously, and, um, and you know, and, and continue to, to, to work on this. Well, I'm Michelle Steffes with your Journey to Greatness, your routine. I hope this has been helpful to you, and if it is, I hope you'll share it with others. Have an amazing day. Keep reaching higher, and thank you for joining me.